Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. Number 317-684-8444 if you'd like to contribute with your voicemails to the Kendall and Casey show on 93 yeah, WIBC. Yeah, yeah you got you got to do that, Kev. Yeah. Yeah, so during the break, Kev <laughs> was telling us that he got invited to John Herrick's wedding, yeah. which I guess is John Herrick the news director getting, yeah. married. getting married. And we have determined that you've got to ask Casey to be your plus one <laughs> to go to the because wedding. We were yeah. invited. Well, we didn't get invited, and so I think you got to go and you got to get super political at John Herrick's wedding with Casey as your plus one. Oh and you're going to you're gonna drive, Casey. <laughs> oh, sure. Because I want to so have So that some you can fun. have a libation? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I don't know which is more shocking out of that sentence, that Kevin would get political. Yeah. No, oh. bo- hey, both of you. I'm saying that both of you have got to go, and you've got to be just mm-hmm. super aggressive with your politics yeah. at no matter who's... I'm looking at him to see if he's listening. No, he doesn't. He never listens to us. Um, He's too busy barking orders at at Donnie Burgess. Um, (laughs) But yeah, you guys got to go and you got to get super politically aggressive at his wedding, Mm -hmm. no matter what table you sit at, even if, and and hopefully you'll get some apolitical person. And that's all, like Kev had proposed, maybe you both bring little Israeli flags (laughs) and you just like wave them at the table. (laughs) Scare one of John Herrick's aunts or something. (laughs) Like, who are those people you sat at? us next to john would be like i don't know they weren't even invited <laughs> honestly i but might that's, just that's might... your mo kevin you show up to weddings you're not invited to yeah that is true i'm a wedding crasher yeah. honestly my, what i might do is i might call you at the reception yeah. uh-huh. or like during the wedding Absolutely. and then put you on speakerphone and have you just <laughs> rant <laughs> and here's rob kendall going off the rails nothing says uh fun nuptials <laughs> like that rob kendall ruined john eric's <laughs> wedding and he wasn't even there he wasn't even there perfect Okay, let's get to some phone calls. Uh, we had a discussion about a woman who was demanding that her fiancé uh-huh. uh, get his tattoo removed yes. because it was initials of his ex. Yes, so this this was while you were gone. Mm-hmm. We did this, Kloffenstein sign, and I did this story about this woman who was very concerned about marrying this guy because he still had this woman's name on his body, and we had a lengthy conversation. What did you guys determine? What was the outcome? Well, that, Was she right or... You got a strong... Now, there was more to this story, as I recall, that we didn't do a deep, deep dive on it, but she had found he was texting her still, or they were Facebook messaging, or there was some dealio with that. But uh, Kloffenstein and I agree, and I don't know, Kev, I think you came in on the same side. That's a strong ask to marry somebody and know they've got some other woman's name Permanently etched on their yeah, body. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I would. I, I think I'm with the. I think I'm with the the woman on this. Yeah, that he has to get that removed. All right. Well, somebody called and wanted to weigh in. As an over sixty gentleman, I will be honest with you. Uh, Thirty, forty years ago, I got a tattoo of a panther on my shoulder. The girl I was dating, I had a small circle put on the rump with her initials of T S. 
three years later, after we break up, I meet the love of my life. I've been married for 27 years with her. And it was noticed that I had the initials P.S. So I lied and said that it was too smooth. <laughs> but I think she's always known. So, therefore, my advice is when you're going to tattoo your body, mm-hmm. please make sure that you weren't as immature as I was <laughs> and that you have to live with it the rest of your life. <laughs> Thank you. Love the show. I love how he's honest. So I lied. Well, we, I think we got into this conversation about, um, I don't think, and obviously I'm out of the game, but, you know, I don't think tattoos are nearly as prevalent a thing as they were when I was coming of age with interpersonal relationships. I think uh, everyone has a tattoo now. Is it more? No. I feel like they're more more popular. Really? Yeah, yeah. because you see women with the uh, sleeves. I'm saying like there were were very specific tattoos in very specific places and Uh they identified people as... You're talking about a tramp stamp. I didn't know if we could say that on the air. I I just said there were very levels of moral standing which Mm -hmm. you could identify Uh based on where (laughs) various tattoos were located. And, And you probably knew about I don't know, 30 minutes in how the rest of the evening was going to go if you could get to the tattoo conversation Mm -hmm. and what was where, and then you could kind of plot your course of success based on that. And I I don't know if that's still the way it is anymore. I don't see nearly as many of those anymore it, it doesn't seem like they're just not nearly as prevalent although i could be you're tattoo free aren't you oh totally yeah absolutely so there's there's no documentation really? yeah there's no documentation of anything that i've ever uh you know said or said or done or any crimes against humanity if people say oh tattoos don't hurt they're lying to you another lie about tattoos yeah you've got one i do have one oh, and wow. the only way you would ever see it is if i was in a string bikini yeah which you know we don't do that anymore okay <laughs> Some things you just can't unring that bell. Some things you just can't just, unsee. Unless you are now, if you're look, if you're married mm-hmm. and you, you know, obviously you get married and you're going to be with that person forever. Hey, that's I guess okay. Although, what do you need the name on your person for? Don't you know who you're married to? Yeah, like uh, is that a, a show of affection? Yeah. I love you so much. I'm going to have your name permanently tattooed on my body. Now, I'm not going to get I'm not going to get on some phony moral high horse about this though, because like I had. Uh, my ears pierced at one point and they were somewhat large and that was I look back on that and while very successful in appealing to members of the opposite sex in hindsight I look at that and it was like man the fact that I had to do that mm-hmm. I mean that was a silly well, thing well it was huh? a low it was I'm not going to say a low point in my life but in hindsight look, again I'm not proud of every choice I've ever made Casey <laughs> it was fun for a moment so I'm not going to be super aggressive on people who make choices on what they put on or do to their body mm-hmm. but I will say the holes, you're left with just some minor, very unvisible scarring that you got to look super close to see if it's earrings. The tattoo, tattoo. it's there. It's there. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. And painful to have removed as well. Yeah. I would assume. Uh, just like putting the ink in, it probably takes a great effort to get it out. Okay. So we've got the Iowa caucus coming up and somebody wanted to call and weigh in on how they miss someone. Hey, Kendall and Casey. Glad to have you all back in the new year. Happy new year to everybody. Uh, Fellow uh, Rush Limbaugh admirer here, just wanted to kind of make some uh, comments about this. this is going to be my first uh, 
primary and first uh, Iowa caucus, or as we used to say, the Hawkeye cockeye, without my buddy Rush. And it's the first one I'm going to go through with since 88, because I didn't even know about him in 88. So just wanted to uh, share some thoughts that I really miss him. I wonder... I wonder how he would have responded to some of the things we're dealing with today. We <laughs> certainly do need him more now than when he left. So I uh, appreciate you guys' show. You really keep us informed and entertained, and thank you for that. Bye. Well, he, he makes an interesting point, and obviously Rush was a huge part of this radio station for many, many years mm-hmm. and that 12 to 3 uh, time slot that people uh, really looked forward to. Um and Rush was, for many years, the central hub for which people, millions of people, every single day got their information. Yeah. And that doesn't exist anymore. And you've seen, obviously, a splintering of that audience. Some people have stayed with the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, who Rush's syndicator put in that time slot. But I think a lot of people, obviously, some people listen to Tony and people have gone a variety of other places. And I think we have not been well served Without obviously, Rush was a phenomenal entertainer and the greatest broadcaster who ever lived. And you put him on the Mount Rushmore of people who changed radio and importance of radio. But I also think the idea that everybody could kind of go to a singular place and you were getting this point of view that if you were conservative, you could kind of universally get your head around and agree with. Um, I think we're not. I think it's been a, done a disservice that the fact that people become so splintered without that sort of at least for one unifying portion of your voice. day. Yeah, a universal, a unifying voice. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you very much. Yep, definitely groundbreaking and uh, quite an orator yeah. as well. Um, okay, so it is uh, dry January for many people, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later oh. in the show. And somebody wanted to call and mention something about booze. Can't folks go a month not having cherry pie? <laughs> Why is booze a problem? <laughs> well, look, it's, I mean, it's only a problem if you drink to excess. And mm-hmm. so, you know, for, you know, many people pick different things. And I don't think anybody was trying to make a federal case out of it. I think it's just something some people do pick sweets. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. people pick alcohol. I don't, I don't think that warranted that sort of aggressive, angry <laughs> response. But yeah. if, I mean, if it, I mean, my goodness, I, I just drink a lot more than I eat cherry pie. So I just thought, you know. Alcohol might be a good one. Yeah, I feel like alcohol is much more uh, readily available yeah. than cherry pie. And is. every time now I open my fridge, I've got to look at that alcohol, and it's like staring back at me, going, <laughs> "Come on, big boy, come on, give we in." Miss you. <laughs> okay, uh, one last phone call, and this is about Suzanne Crouch. How she has proposed that she wants to eliminate the state income tax if she becomes governor, and somebody wanted to point something out about that. We have a governor candidate that's running, one Suzanne Crouch, that says, hey, I'm going to see to it we eliminate the income tax. Oh, okay, well, let's go ahead and eliminate the income tax. Oh, by the way, she says she's going to do that in the fourth year term. How convenient for re-election, huh? Mm. And look, we hope she follows through on coming on here. They initiated the contact on that, and we followed up with it. And they said they would get right back to mm-hmm. us. We got to ask her about that. Like, yeah, how, we would love to. How are you going to pay for this? That's the most important thing. I think if it, it all depends on who the candidate is. Like, if I came out and said I'm going to eliminate property taxes, and people would go, "Well, think of all the government you'd have to get rid of." Well, don't, okay. Yeah, don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. But there's nothing in this woman's track record that says you are a government reformer or cutter or willing to make the hard choices necessary to get rid of the the revenue that is associated with the income tax. And so I think it's a very fair question that she has not provided 
any sort of detail on whatsoever. And I often wonder, is this something that she proposed to Eric Holcomb and he swatted it down and she's yeah. adamant about this? No, I really want to get this done. Great. Or, or yeah. it's just, just something she's saying to try and win an election. Yeah, we'll see.